Unscripted podcast brought to you from the most casual places, but with the most intentional content. Recent Revelations is a space where you can learn alongside a young person with a focus different than many others. This content is about growth, God, and anything good. Welcome to Recent Revelations. Hey y'all, welcome back or welcome to Recent Revelations. I hope you're having a great day, whatever day it is you're listening to this. And if you're new here, every single week I share with you guys where I'm recording this podcast episode from. So this week I'm coming to y'all from my kitchen table. And the reason why I share that is because this podcast is a casual podcast. It is unscripted. That does make it a little unorganized and maybe a tad unorthodox, but I love talking about deep topics And that's the other thing. I'm a casual podcaster. Even though I love talking about deep topics and things that are helping me on my journey, I don't have a bunch of credentials behind my name. I don't know a whole lot. I'm just a young person on a walk with the Lord and trying to walk the narrow path. And I'm really blessed with wise people in my life and they add value to me. And I hope to give some of that to you guys too. So have you ever felt like every day is the same? Or life is just mundane and last week's bleeding into this week and now it's three months later and you feel like there's no change in your life. You do not have an exciting life. Me too. I've been there. And especially this past little while, I felt this way without even really knowing that I was feeling this way. But to kind of fast forward from feeling that way without knowing that I was feeling that way. (laughs) This past week, I visited Liberty University, and I promise all of this is going to tie into that question of, are you feeling like life is mundane? So I was visiting Liberty University, and while I was there, I had my eyes open to the incredible atmosphere and community that exists there. I got to meet some really incredible people, some people who are passionate about worshiping the Lord. And now that I'm back home, I realize how much I miss and crave that atmosphere that I was in. And it's not something that I expected to do. I did not expect to leave there and really miss it and want to go back, but I absolutely do. And as I was reflecting and kind of talking to God about this and processing everything that went down in that short amount of time that I was there, I realized that the reason why I crave that atmosphere is, first of all, because of the community, which I don't necessarily have within my proximity. And I will be making, hopefully sooner than later, an episode in the future about how to build community. But I'm still in that process now. But second of all, I crave it because the atmosphere there was such a place of, it was all surrounding worship and worshiping the Lord. And at one of the worship nights that I went to and participated in, there was a man on Liberty Worship Collective's team that got up and shared a small message. And he was talking about how we can recreate Eden every single day. And I listened to that. And at first I was like, wow, like that's a really good point. I've never heard anybody say it in that way. Like I've heard the saying, you know, bringing, and I think it's actually a verse, like bringing heaven on earth and all of that, but I had never heard somebody explain it like recreating Eden and how it was supposed to be. And he went on to discuss how the enemy will put not only distractions around us to prevent us from recreating Eden each day, but also roadblocks in our head. So 
hearing that message and being in that atmosphere and coming home, I realized the deeper solution to combating this every single day is the same and life's mundane and I'm not excited to wake up kind of feeling. And you could also define that as maybe a dry season or a waiting season. I feel like, again, this is something that's talked about a lot. And I've heard a lot of people also talk about lately how every day feels the same, not in the Christian space, but in the um, like self-development, self-growth space. I've heard a lot of people on social media talk about how every day feels the same. And here's tips, tricks, tactics, and tutorials on how you can fix it. But I have not heard anybody mention this deeper solution of worship to combat the mundane, the mundane season of life, the mundane days, the mundane weeks, whatever it is for you. I think the solution is worship. And I've tested it out only for a few short, honestly, just for today. This is my first day trying it out and it's worked incredibly. I will continue to try it out and you can try it out as well. But I've learned that if, even when I don't want to worship, whether it is something hard going on and I'm like, worshiping's not going to do anything. Or maybe sometimes you still, you have like this thing in you, in your heart that's, or in your mind that says, well, God's not doing anything, so why would I praise him? And whatever the reason is that you don't want to worship or there's something else distracting you, like that guy at Liberty Worship Collective's team talked about, where there's distractions around you or there's roadblocks in your head, I promise you that if you put on a worship song and you just start to praise and you start to think about those words that are being said and whatever song it is that you're listening to, you will begin to get into that state of worship. And by the end of worshiping, however long the worship session was, you will feel better than the way that you went into the worship session. So I think I want to unpack this practically, but I also want to talk about this objectively, that the solution to feeling like every day is the same and your life isn't exciting is that you can be excited every single day to walk into worship. And there's something that just unlocked in me while being at Liberty, almost like a new fire of just wanting to foster this atmosphere of worship wherever I'm at. And I know it's hard, but like, here's the practical part of it. Like any other habit that you are trying to build, whether that's reading, drinking water, working out, whatever, just like any of those other habits, it's going to take you time to, and discipline and self-control to take the time to worship each and every day and get into that state of worship each and every day and choose to listen to worship music over any other kind of music or choose to listen to worship music over watching YouTube video or choose to listen to worship music over listening to a podcast or whatever it is that is another thing that could, it's not that those things are bad. It's not that podcasts or other music or YouTube is bad, but I'd much rather spend my time being in a state of worship than consuming any other 
material because even though worship is looked at as a a state of I'm pouring out my worship on the Lord, you're really filling up. And I found that if you are at this place of worship, this isn't the first time that I've been in this place. Like I've been in this place unintentionally, not to combat the mundaneness of life, but just I was in a really good focus place and I was really worshiping with my days. When I'm in that place, I'm excited about life. I'm dancing, I'm humming, I'm singing. Like it is, everything gets better when you're in this place of worship. And that's the more objective view of it, right? But getting down to the practical part, like I did there for a second, going back and forth here. After you build that habit, right? Well, first of all, this is how you build the habit, okay? It takes a while to build a habit. If you've ever listened to Dr. Caroline Leaf's material, she's done some studies that have proven that it doesn't just take 21 days to form a habit. Although the 21st, I think, or the 23rd day, I could be wrong. I feel like it's one of those are one of the hardest days in the cycle. But there's like the neuroplasticity of your brain and basically it takes, I think, 63 days or 60 some days to rewire the neuroplasticity in your brain. And that's like one full cycle of rewiring your neuro, your neuroplasticity. So if you've never listened to Dr. Caroline Leaf's stuff, it's really good. You should go listen to her stuff on habit building and all of that. It's very useful. But just like any other habit, like I said, you have to build this habit. And practically, here's what I do. This is going to sound a little ridiculous. Maybe I'm a little crazy for this. But I will put on a worship song, okay? It can be whatever type of mood you're feeling. You know, there's more hype worship songs. There's slower ones. There's ones about surrender. There's ones about different problems in your life that, you know, you could pick one that pertains. But whatever one that you feel like is going to pertain the most to you and speak the most to your heart and encourage you, pick that one. Okay, so now we have our song. We're determined to start building this habit. Put on the song and listen to the words, like really intently, like take in each word and think about it. So take the song, I thank God, for example, lots of people know that one. It's by Maverick City or is it by Tribal or are those the same thing? I don't really know, but it's by, <laughs> it's by one of them. I'm pretty sure Chandler Moore, if that's his name, I think I have it right, sings that one. And if you listen to that song, it's like, uh, how lost another one, I am free. Okay. So listen to each of those words, how lost another one. Okay, what does that really mean? Like, wow, really imagine that. I was bound to, I was going to be condemned to hell. I was going to be in that place for eternity, but now I am set free. Hell lost another one because Jesus redeemed me from that. Jesus rewrote my destiny and my story. And really think about that and take that to heart. Experience every emotion that comes with that. And it's almost a form of meditation to do this. If you've ever used the Christian meditation app, Abide, I love that app. Um, it's incredible. It does the same thing, but it's not the new age spirituality form of meditating. It's meditating on the word. And it is truly like a form of meditating. You really start to push everything else out of your mind and instead really focus on the words. You could also do some breathing, like box breathing. So breathe in for two seconds, hold for two seconds, let out for two seconds. And you just repeat that like in the form of a box. 
But anyways, it's like a form of meditating. And this is the kind of crazy thing that I do (laughs) that I feel like I'm a little strange for. But while I'm listening to the song, I really get into it like I'm leading worship, okay? Like I'm leading, not like in a self-glorifying way, like I'm on stage and, you know, like envisioning that, but like I'm leading this community in worship and I have all of these people around me that are also worshiping. And it feels so much more powerful when you worship from this place of like, you're leading the worship, you're not being... There's nothing wrong with being led into worship. In fact, it's necessary because not a, not all of us are gifted in that area. I'm not necessarily gifted with any of that. But it's a different kind of worship, I feel like, when I come from this place of I'm leading the worship and I'm really fully engaged because when you watch somebody lead worship, they're really they're typically have to be really fully engaged in what they're doing or they're going to like mess up and then lead all of the people that they're leading into worship astray from what they were doing or what song they were singing or whatever, the beat, the track, whatever it is. So coming from that place of I'm leading worship and I'm really praising him and I'm really into the worship, again, is almost like this form of meditation because you're not thinking about anything else. You're not consumed by anything else. And if you get distracted, it does take some time to really, uh, not master, I feel like that's a weird word to use, but really get down pat this routine of worship and this form of worship. But whenever we worship this way, whenever And I also want to make the disclaimer that it doesn't have to be for two hours where you just stand in your living room and dance around and sing. It can be while you're doing laundry, dishes, all day long. If you work from home, it's obviously much easier to do this, to put on worship music while you work. But on your lunch break, on your walk break, whatever it is, in the car, on your commute, you can put on worship music and get into this zone and get into this place. And the more you do it, throughout your days, the more excited and alive you're going to feel, the more fire you're going to feel, the more of his presence you're going to feel in your life, and the more connected to God you're going to feel. Even when you are in a dry season, if you pull back that veil, if you really seek him and worship, you're not always going to feel great, but I can guarantee You're going to feel better leaving that worship session and leaving a day of worship than when you started and when you went into worship. So that's the lesson that I learned is just recreating Eden every day and not allowing the distractions and the roadblocks of your mind to prevent you from doing that and prevent you from creating an atmosphere every day that can free you from every day feels the same and you can wake up excited to worship. Thank you so much for listening to Recent Revelations podcast. It was so great talking with you. Have a great day, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is you're listening to this. I can't wait to talk to you next time.